Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Fed Up Podcast. This is your host, Teresa M. Coming from the shy on the south side. So no matter if you're poor, rich, black, white, saint, or sinner, it's time to tell it like it is with no filter. So get comfortable. It's time to talk life. Bringing you the number one station to get you in the mood to make yourself right. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Teresa M. again from the Fed Up Blogger. And this is my second episode. I'm so excited. It's been a good experience so far trying this stuff out. Well, anywho, today we're going to get right to the point. This is a serious matter that a lot of us are experiencing, both men and women as well as children. Post-traumatic stress disorder. And that is not just for the veterans. Shout out to my veterans because you all deal with a lot of stuff. But I'm talking about those who experience PTSD from just regular life. If they had a death in the family, if they live in crime-ridden neighborhoods, it is big. PTSD is in a lot of us. And for those who don't know what post-traumatic stress disorder is, according to National Institute of Mental Health, PTSD is a disorder that develops in some people who have experienced a shocking, scary, or dangerous event. It is natural to feel afraid during and after a traumatic situation. Fear triggers many split-second chances in the body to help defend against danger or to avoid it. The fight-or-flight response is a typical reaction meant to protect a person from harm. Nearly everyone will experience a range of reactions after trauma, yet most people recover from initial symptoms naturally. Those who continue to experience problems may be diagnosed with PTSD. People who have PTSD may feel stressed or frightened even when they are not in danger. That speaks a lot of values. This was from National Institute of Mental Health. I was reading verbatim. But yeah, so um, as far as PTSD, I personally have experienced PTSD too. Um, it's like just not from my experience as a sheriff and security, which that has that has made my PTSD a little, little bit worse. But just living in the, on the south side of Chicago, hearing helicopters every night, hearing sirens, police sirens seeing ambulance, hearing gunshots, oh my gosh, that takes so much toll on your brain. You have to be like living in paranoia, living in Chicago. Like a lot of us here, we we play it off. We try, you know, we have fun, hang out, but every time hang out, another shooting. Or you just got to look at look everywhere when you're at a party or in a club because you never know what's going to happen. And it's so, so consistent. It's ridiculous. I even had like, I was an Uber driver once. And I had um, people who really don't know much about Chicago tourists or they just came. And I was doing Uber driving up north or whatever. And a lot of people don't even know about the South Side. Or if they did know, they know from the news that it's like messed up. They asked me, how do you live on the South Side? And... And then those who didn't know, I'm like, don't go on the south side because you will be targeted. 
And I just tell them, like, I just been there my whole life. Plus, you just, just being a black person, because that's mainly, the South Side is a black community, black neighborhoods. I just, I just blend in, be honest. I blend in. And nothing, nothing big. I blend in, pay attention, and stay ten toes down. I haven't had a pretty experience on the South Side. It's been good days. But I'm be honest, the, the bad has outweighed the good. Because I remember coming from work a few times. I saw like, no, this one situation. It's too, it's too many situations. I'm going I'm to write a book about all the Chicago stuff. So get ready. I'm going to have a series of books. But anywho, it was this one situation. I was like 17. I was working a night shift at a factory. Didn't have a car, no license. Took the bus. It was like 2 in the morning. I was waiting on a bus stop on 63rd and State Street. So like, it was like five other people. You know, I'm feeling safe since there's a lot of people around. Little do it I know. What I was going to expect next was uh, a car pulled up, car full of, a truck full of people. And next thing, I got piss sprayed in my face from a cup and they drove off. So, yes, I had pee thrown on me. No R. Kelly. And it was for no reason. Just because people are so ignorant and dull and don't have a life. And drugs are the problem, too. Anywho, back to my the the point of this podcast. I've been rambling in the beginning, so hopefully y'all stay with me. I will be reciting this poem. It's called PTSD, and it's it's I made it myself. It's pretty it's pretty deep. So uh, I want you all to tune in and listen. <clears throat> I clear my throat. Okay, here we go. Protect your well being. Freedom of mind comes with a price. Once the happiness arrives, there goes the dark cloud, coming to wipe away thoughts of peace. When will I be free? So many uncertainties, visions of you looking down on me. Who knew I would lose it? They say yesterday is gone. My thoughts bring it along. News stories mentally straining, a phony form of entertaining. That's someone's son bloody on that pavement. Walking through the valley of death, wonder if my last step will be my last breath. Bystander guilty until proven innocent. PTSD being a form of evidence. A never-ending nightmare, hoping that I'm heaven sent. Starting to bleed as low life is meant. Yeah, I, I feel this poem every time I read it to myself. Because it tells the story of many of us who are going through constant memories, constant lifestyles that involve negative matters. Whether it's having drug addict parents or being a drug addict yourself, seeing violence around you all day, it's really mentally straining. And it, it, it doesn't have an age, age range. That's the even scarier part. And so when you hear about these news stories of people, of little children, like their children still, like what their 10-year-old, 11-year-old that had the carjackings, these people are going through post-traumatic stress disorders. 
They all are. We all are. And then the coronavirus gave everybody PTSD. Like, it, this was traumatic. No matter who, if you were a mask wearer or believer, non-believer, whatever. you We all are messed up from this. Now we wash our hands more frequently. Well, most of us, I still see people leaving bathrooms without washing their hands. Trifling, but I'll leave that to them. But yeah, um, my, my personal PTSD moments recently was a mixture of me going through my, my pregnancy to, of my daughter my, my first child and then I got into the, the academy for um, sheriff and one, once I got into that academy I was warned by my father who was a, a he was a veteran he was like you you gonna have some have some memories with that that training and he was right because like living in Chicago and being trained to kill and still have that training even though I'm laid off it stuck to me like glue so it's every day when I go outside, I make sure to look everywhere in my surroundings. I make sure I know where my gun is. I think of any scenario that, like anything that can set me off into a danger zone. I think, what, like, what if somebody run up on me? What if somebody do this and do that carjack? What am I going to do? This is what we are trained I believe that's what soldiers and police officers are trained to think of every bad scenario, even if it's quiet, even if it's a calm setting. So I always, I'm always on my toes every second of the day, and it's it's mentally, it's mentally straining. I will be very honest. And at first, it, it was out of control. I remember it was like a thunderstorm. Usually, I hear gunshots every day I came off work. But this day, it was a thunderstorm. And I heard a loud bang in the middle of me sleeping. And I didn't even know I had the skill, right? So I, I, I woke up abruptly. I rolled over. And I like, knew exactly where my gun was in the bottom of the drawer. Then I like I put the bullets in it. Bam. Click, click. And I just instantly aimed. But where I aimed at, I don't even know. It was nobody there. But I'm like, okay, cool. I got good reflexes. But at the same time, that was a little concerning. I'm like, hold on now. I can't be doing that. <laughs> I can't be thinking something a threat when it's not. So, yeah. Like, it's important to be aware of your behaviors. Any changes or any, any consistent bad habits. You need to study yourself to see what's going on. You know, we must find a way to control our minds, to not think negatives all the time. Because, But it's so hard. I know it is. But that's when your faith plays a big part. You made it another day. So put that smile on your face and don't live in fear. Even the biggest people, even the strongest people live in fear. But it's our job to not let fear take over us. As far as our mental health, we have to demand only what's best for ourselves, for you. 
no matter the situation, death, family, car accident, abuse, childhood trauma, it takes the same level of mental discipline to avoid permanent mental scarring, people. So those personal traumas are going to change your view of the world. Because they did me. <laughs> it's, it really is. It's, it's a debilitating experience living in your mind when it's only negative in it. Because those memories play over and over again in your head. Like I said, the first the first um, podcast, it's like a rerun. It nags at you 25-8, not 24-7, 25-8. The hard work you put in, it, st- it still doesn't help the lingering thoughts. But why is that? Why are we still having those lingering thoughts? Even though we work hard every day to work, study, own a business, what? What is it? What can we do? It's because you're just living in a life of fear. Don't view fear as a form of shame. It's just a natural reaction. Do not view fear as a form of shame. It's just a natural reaction. Don't think that you're less of something because you are scared. Don't think that you're supposed to keep your guard up, ready to kill, ready to destroy, or whatever it just Defend yourself when there's no violence that, that's threatening your life. You know, this fear that we have from like situations that we go through, it's like the boogeyman and bloody mirror from childhood moments. <laughs> this was a time that attacked, attacked our, this is a time that attacks our livelihood. The fear, fear attacks our livelihood. This type of fear latches on, waiting to destroy every good moment you have. So when something is coming for all good for you, you have to defend yourself and keep that positivity. Realize your greatness. Realize your greatness beyond the PTSD. You have to find a hobby, writing, reading, not gossiping, not looking at extra violent stuff all the time, not looking at sad stuff, drama. If anything, you view as entertainment, but it's something that that triggers your PTSD. Do not watch it. Do not watch the news like you you usually do. Don't open that article. Well, don't don't hit up somebody talking about the same problem you had. For the last years or months. Because it's just going to stick to you. It's going to stay in your head. But you do need to talk to yourself. And if you have a God. Please talk to him. Or her. Whatever you do. But you and talk to a therapist. Over the phone. They have a mental health hotline. That you can talk. You can um talk to. Just someone over the phone. If you don't want to. You know. If you don't want to go through a therapy session and be seen as a crazy person, you know, because I'll be honest, I don't like therapy. Well, I didn't like therapy first because all I was thinking like, oh, snap, they're going to put me in a system, put me in a psych ward. You know, I know I ain't did nothing to get in there, but it's just the fear, the stereotype of therapy on movies and shows, the show straight jacket and just people hollering, screaming. 
it, it gives a bad portrayal of therapy, like psych, psych hospitals. But please, please, please talk to somebody about any PTSD you experience. Because if you just keep it in to yourself, it's only going to get worse. And you're going to get into that maze of the same repetition, the same problems over and over again. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that at all. Take, take it from me, please, and thank you. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just wanted to just have a brief discussion on PTSD because it's a big thing in my life and it's a big thing in a lot of others' life. But I had to, I have to figure that the way to solidifying myself away from that PTSD for my family and for my work and just for myself because I've seen I've seen older people that's, that's ahead of my time who are dealing have been dealing with depression, anger, PTSD all whatsoever and all you see is them drinking or them just in a level of depression, taking meds, just in that that past life, just stuck in it, like Peter Pan in Neverland. And I always wondered, I'm like, why Michael Jackson had that Neverland ranch? And I know why he had it. It's because he was stuck in the he was stuck in his childhood past. It was something that ticked him off in the past, and he just loved kids. Hey, no, this is not the wait. Before I start, continue on Michael Jackson. Do not. I love Michael Jackson, so don't come on my podcast commenting under something saying, hey, he was a child molester. I don't know that man. I just know his work ethic and it was beautiful. Okay. So, but anywho, it was something in his life that just did not make, want him to grow up. And so he just. Say, hey, I'm going to make a Neverland ranch. And it kind of, it was a good principle behind that. So, I just wanted to randomly throw that in there since I was an MJ fan, you know. But anywho, please, please, people, again, take care of your mental health. It's more, 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 more wealth than the money you have in your pocket. Because you won't even be happy with the money if your health ain't right. So, just remember to do that all day, every day. Write down any problem you have. Just take a note of what you think about repetitively. Just note it. Or just make a video recording when you feel like the world is just up on you, weighing hard on you. Just to let out your frustrations via video, your own personal diary. You could delete it if people be in your phone or whatever. Just talk, talk to yourself about your problems and what you can do about your problems. Like, look, I have this anxiety from all this pandemic stuff and all this pregnancy, all these kids or all this shooting. So I'm going to take advantage of just thinking positive and I'm going to start writing or I'm going to start seeing what my creation creativity is. I'm just frustrated with this stress, you know, something like that. But just take my advice, y'all. Try that out. Shout out to all those who are dealing with trauma. You have a great life ahead of you, so stick to it. 
Stick to the plan. Don't live in your past. Before I go, I wanted to give you all the hotlines for mental health. Um, if you want to talk to somebody. And you know, you can, I had myself personally, I called the hotline and the operator. I went into the operator, even though she wasn't the therapist. She was just a referrer. Refer. But hey, that got me. That got me a breather for a couple weeks. So you should all try that. But this first first number is the is for the um, National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Um, it's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Again, that's one eight hundred two seven three. Talk. And the other one is for the veterans. It's called the Veterans Crisis Line. It's 1-800-273-8255. Remember to press 1. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. And press 1 when you call. And um, for the National Suicide Hotline, you can call that for even a mental health crisis. You don't have to... Kill, no, like be on the verge of killing yourself if you you're intimidated by that that um headline being suicide um in any case of emergencies where you're harming yourself call 911 immediately or just go to your neighbor somebody's gonna be there for you to save you out of that or even hit me up on facebook instagram my website is a chat chat little icon right there and get on it so make sure you check it out https the fedupblogger.com i will be here to hear any anyone who needs it all right so remember you to choose you before anyone else all right it was nice talking to you all tonight that concludes episode two of the Fed Up Podcast slash FU Podcast. And I wish you all well. Have a great night. Get some sleep. Don't overthink. Remember, you are responsible for your future. So, see you later. Talk to you soon. Peace.